0: So, let's joy to, to share with us the word of God each and every Sunday for our visitors this morning. Uh, my name is Fred Mugambi. Mugambi means preacher in our culture. So, it's like my mom was prophesying Mugambi uh, as it gave me that name. For those of us who are here and you missed last Sunday, um, Put the wrong one. <laughs> uh, for those of us who are here today, we, last week I uh, talked about doing a short series on walking with Jesus. And last time I spoke about rest. And today I want to share with us about desire. One of the things I've learned, especially at this time of the year, that there are many things begin to die off in our journey with Christ. And one of the things I've learned that actually disappears is actually desire that disappears. It's like A meal that you're so used to eat, but you come to a place that meal no longer really, you don't feel the appetite to eat that food. Let us pray. Lord, we thank you for your message this morning. We thank you for your word that, uh, as I share your message this morning, that you guide us and lead us, Father. That, Lord, you will ignite in us your passion. Your fire, your love, your hunger in our hearts, Father. That even during this season when many of us are feeling discouraged, many of us are feeling burned out, God, that the fire and the desire in us will rise up again. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thanks, Steve. Yeah, give me the next one. All right. So our theme today is ignite your desire for God. Ignite your desire to, for God. It's like you have you have the firewood, you have the matchbox, but it's it's us that you haven't put it on to 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 light to to fire in you to do something in your journey. It's like your fuel. But you can't just light it up to do something for you. And I pray for those of us. I'm one of them. I can't put up my hand. Because I know there's those moments when I just want to wake up and pray, but I just feel like it's just too much sometimes. There are those times when I feel like maybe today I should look at the Bible and sometimes I see there's something popping up on Facebook, on my Instagram. A friend of mine that just posted something and I feel like my fingers are slowly moving to the Instagram or the Facebook. Tweet. Now it's called X. If you never knew that, it's it's no longer Twitter, it's called X. (laughs) What I'm saying is there's something that is dying in us to give room for something else that is coming in us. And one of the things that is dying in you and I is the desire to. To feel passionate, to hunger for the things of God that we're meant to, to, to see the desire to, to be where God wants us to be. And, and, and as something dies in me, there's something else rising up in me that is not good. It's like a farmer that who prepared this land and, 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 and planted nothing. And and with the time some natural weeds start to just grow up. And they don't need watering, they don't need fertilizer. They don't even need anything to put on them and they just grow. And make this farm look so healthy but for nothing. I just put my notes there so you can read through. It says that just like the days of Jesus, Jesus' ministry on earth, the society today is falling away from God without even knowing it. And this is happening because our desire is no longer directed towards God. Although we will no longer, although we still got. Through a lot of religious activities, our hearts are far away from God. There's a lot of action, there's a lot of churches, crusades and and missions and, and, and conferences that are happening. But the desire for God in our hearts is dying slowly. The Lord reminded the prophet Isaiah that these people come near to me with their mouth and honor me with their lips, but their hearts are far away from me. Their worship of me is based on merely human rules they have been taught. And Jesus quotes the same scripture when he asked the Pharisees why his disciples weren't washing their hands before eating food. Where he says that these people honor me with their lips, but their hearts are far away from me. They worship me in vain. Their teachings are merely human rules. You know, because of infections and uh, this lady, here, she can tell you, she, she deals with infections. She deals with a lot of infections. And we, we we work hard to even washing hands. Somebody has to tell us wash hands, <laughs> even during this season. It's like, I don't know for, for girls, but I've, I've I've worked close with boys. I can tell you it's not easy to encourage young men to wash hands before eating. <laughs> 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 and uh Jesus disciples <laughs> I'm trying to imagine when when everybody's washing their hands to eat, for them is it's not really a big thing, you know. It's it's like you know, we are on a mission. We don't have time for washing hands. And, and 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 the Pharisees are concerned that this guys, this is not just a health risky, it's also a religious risky. This is not our ritual, this is not a culture. We don't we don't eat without washing hands. And I'm trying to imagine even in my own house. If you walked in and I'm offering you food and you just and I can see your hands are not, I feel a bit concerned. What I'm saying is that the desire and Jesus is reminding these guys that I can see your heart. Your hands can be as clean as whatever you want to call it. You can sanitize your hands with whatever you want to sanitize. You can clean your hands with whatever detergent you want to clean your hands. But I can see your heart is dirty. I can see your heart is filthy. I can see your heart is rotten. That for me, what matters is not about the washing of hands. For me, what matters is the heart. The desire that is in your heart is what I see. It's not about your washing the washing of your hands. Jesus sees our desires when we gently lift our hands up to worship him when you honor him with, with offerings, when you go before him in prayer, when we genuinely want to see change life, he can see. Friends, he can see. When we genuinely kneel down and say, God, I'm broken before you. When I raise up my hands and say, Jesus, I surrender to you, I worship. You can see through the heart. And going through Jericho to Jerusalem... Jesus responded to so many people that desired him with their whole heart. People that hungered for him and his righteousness. Some like the rich ruler that desired material things in Luke chapter 18, verse 18 to 30. I was looking at the story of this young rich man Who reach out to Jesus and saying, I love the kingdom of God. I love that kingdom. How can I? And Christ is like, if you love it, go and sell your property and give it to the poor. Go and sell all you have and donate that money. What a challenge. I was asking myself, if I had that kind of wealth and Jesus challenged me to sell it and give it to the poor, I don't know whether I would do it differently. I'm not sure about you. The very vehicle, the very own beautiful house that you love and you spend so much energy paying mortgage for it, You know, some of the men are not talking because I know they have some, some, some machines at home. It's not, it doesn't even travel. They just wipe it on once in a while and just cover it nicely because they know how much it means to them. They don't drive it much. And those are the things that Christ is saying. The things that have taken us are Taken our hearts from him. The things that are destroying us. I'm not saying that your car or your property is destroying Christ. But when it comes to a time that Christ is asking to give up the very thing that you worship for his sake. That he can see your heart. He can see your desire in that heart. And he's saying that the the desire for me is no longer there. The desire for me is dying away. The desire for me is fading away because of the very thing that I gave you. The very money, the very money that I gave you is taking you away from me. The very wife or husband I gave you is taking you away from me. The very same children that I've given you. As a blessing, those children are taking you away from me. I can see the desire of your heart. Your desire is to make your family happy. Your desire is to make as more money as you can. Your desire is to live a comfortable life. Your desire is to, to, to. when you walk in Kerrang, everybody knows that you're the king, the most expensive person in Kerrang. But the very things that are giving you that pride, they're the same things that are pushing you away from me. The very same job that I've given you, that makes you, that when you stand up, everybody salutes you. The same job that is pushing you away from me. He can see that in your heart. And today, friends, I want to remind us that, that we, as church members, we can ignite that passion. We can ignite that fire in us to be able to be restored back where Christ wants that passion to be. And today, I do believe that today's message will ignite in our hearts the genuine desire that we catch the attention of Jesus, like the blind beggar who received his sight by calling out Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. And everybody else was yelling, stop shouting at him. Stop. But he never stopped. Because of the desire to see could not hold him back. A blind person. And I was asking myself, if the blind person can cry out for Jesus, what about myself? is a Christian? What is it that is this person that I don't have that can cry out for you? But yet I can say, cry out, sing, sing. Holy, holy, the one. <laughs> <laughs> My wife helps me singing sometime you know you know the songs we sing which actually convict us that when I saying, I'm going back to the heart of worship it's all about you you are telling me it's all about him but other things come in between and it's all about this it's all about this So sometimes when I'm singing some songs, I tell God, please forgive me because I know it's not 100% about you. (laughs) Because when I step out of this door, I forget about you. When I walk into my home, I forget about you. That I'm saying it's all about you, but it's not about you. When I say cry out, it's not about crying out for you. I'm crying out for something else. My heart is yearning. My heart is crying out for something else. Let's turn our Bibles to the book of Luke. Luke chapter 19. Luke 19, 1 to 10. The Bible says that Jesus entered Jericho and was passing through. A man was there by the name Zacchaeus. He was a tax collector and was wealthy he wanted to see who Jesus was. But because he was short, he could not see over the crowd. So he ran and climbed the sycamore fig tree to see him. And since Jesus was coming that way, and since Jesus was coming that way, when Jesus reached the spot he looked up and said to him, the keys. Come down, I must stay at your house today. So he came down at once, and welcomed him gladly. And all the people saw this and began to mutter, He has gone to the guest of a sinner. But the the kia stood up and said to the Lord, Look, look, I mean, Lord, look, Lord. Here and now, I give half of my possessions to the poor. And if I have cheated, if I have cheated anybody out of anything, I'll pay back four times the amount. And Jesus said to him, the next verse there. Oh, sorry. Yeah. And Jesus said to him, today salvation has come to this house because this man too is a son of Abraham. For the sin of man came to seek to save the lost. If a man who is a sinner, a man who is hated socially as a tax collector, a man that you, he walks in front of your house, you think about tax, can have a desire a level that he can climb on a tree a man that he doesn't like even about hearing about religion but he can hear about Christ and has a desire to climb a tree to see him what about you and I that are walking with Christ what about you what about me people that have committed ourselves, people that are filled filled with Christ, people that have passion for Christ. How far can we go to see him? And today I want to remind us that we can ignite that passion. We can ignite that desire. We can ignite that fire in us. We can ignite that hunger in us. We can ignite the thirst in us for you able to go to the next level. If a man that collects tax that everybody hates, if a man that in the society, is, I don't know whether some of us maybe you've, your refund was 100% this year from the tax people. But if you know that your tax this year has pained you has given you pain. You don't want to see a tax collector coming to your door. But yet this guy has so much desire to see Christ that he goes up on a tree without feeling the embarrassment of seeing Christ. So my message today, number one, I want to remind us that we can grow our desire by being sensitive to the move of God. We need to be sensitive to what God is doing. We need to have the awareness of the things of God around us. If you genuinely believe that we are born of his spirit and we're walking with him, we need to be aware of his movement. Zacchaeus was not born again, not even a follower. But the Bible says that he ran. Look at verse 4. It says that he ran ahead and climbed a sigmo fig tree to see him since Jesus was coming that way. He ran ahead. He was aware. He knew who this person was. He knew what this person can do in his life. If you and I have made that commitment you know who Christ is in your life you know what you know what Christ can do in your life you know what his presence can do around you and i why should my desire fade away die i look at our society today we live in a society that leave alone the awareness. Even the fear of God is not even there. Leave alone the awareness. The fear of God is not even there. And if we cannot even handle the fear of God, how would we even know that he's aware? Those of us who have children know they know you as a parent when you're home or you're not, you're not far. They know. And I know my young man is here. He knows even at home. I've, I've, I've even put internet security. But they don't have to go beyond the internet security. I can't tell you. These guys are very wise. They're very wise. That even with the internet security, they can... Right now, the government is spending so much money to educate, to teach you and I about the scammers, people that are actually busy on the internet trying to steal your money every day. Millions and millions of money is disappearing because people ing they are out there on the internet. the awareness. and I pray that may the Lord help us to be aware of His presence around us, that we're going to spend every single penny and our time seeking for His presence, embracing His awareness around us, his awareness. will not be something scaring us, but his awareness will be something that each and of us will look to us to. And just quickly, just to encourage somebody who was asking, you know, how do I do this? You know, Look at your prayer life. Look at the scripture. Look at the people that you fellowship with. If you want to build it. When our desire is on fire, we cannot feel embarrassed to climb even the tree to see him. Live alone fasting while lifting your hands up in worship. Or surrender even in kneeling down. I've seen people. I've seen people cry for God. Tears. I've seen people kneeling down for God. I've seen people fasting for God. Even myself, I've fasted. When you and I are on fire, there's no embarrassment for Jesus. When your desire for God awakens up, when the passion comes alive, when the hunger for Christ comes alive in you and I, you don't see the people, you see the only one that you care about. And that is Christ. My prayer is that nobody will stop you from climbing that tree. If he means to climb the tree to see him, nobody will stop you because of that. If you have to fast to see him, if you have to kneel down to see him, if you have to pay for a conference to attend to see him, if you have to buy a book in a bookshop that talks about when the heaven meets whatever, to see him by that book. Jesus had the desire to see everybody, but it's about what you do with your desire that gets his attention. If you go back to the previous chapter in Luke chapter 18 that I mentioned earlier, there's a blind man called called out, Jesus, son of David, how mercy on me. You can have the desire, you can have the passion, you can have the fire, you can even have the hunger, but if you do nothing with that, it won't even help you. It won't help It won't help me. Where this blind man was, I believe that so many people had prayer needs. And they were asking God to help, but they never shouted. It's only the shouting that got his attention. And I want to encourage you today, friends, that if you're calling out, if you're shouting, that you'll get the Attention of Jesus Christ, do it. If you're singing in the bathroom in the morning and everybody else is complaining that you're making noise, but you feel that you'll get the attention of Christ, go ahead and sing in your bathroom in the morning. I've said here before that my mother used to pray until we get embarrassed. You're praying too loud, Mom. It's too loud. But I look back and say, I wish I can do the way she used to do it. Because five a.m. in the morning my mother would wake up and start praying and loudly in the house and calling us by name. I pray for Fred, God that I pray for this and so I pray. I'm like, Mom, you're embarrassing us. And my mother would tell me, stop. Because she knew I was just a kid with lack of knowledge. She knew that once I grow up and I understand why she did it, I'll embrace it. The shouting of this young man, whoever he was, may have been seen as foolish for those who are around him, but he received his healing. He received his sight. And I'm telling you, you can keep it and say, you know, God, I have a desire, but you keep it up. And some of us sometimes even walk to a crusade. The preacher is up then saying, if you have a need, can you come forward? And you're looking at everybody who is watching me here today. I want to tell you, if you have the desire and the need, you need to step up. Faith is all stepping out and do something about your desire. I've seen preachers say, if you need healing, put up your hand and I've seen people you know, is watching. Those who are standing next to Zacchaeus, when they saw Jesus saying, Zacchaeus, come down. Today I'm your guest. Some of them were feeling, "I I wish I was on the tree with him. If this man comes to your house, your house will be transformed. If this guy walks to your house, your house will not be the same again. If this guy walks into your room, your life will never be the same. Your family will never be the same again. And when they saw Zacchaeus with Jesus, and Zacchaeus is leading the way, some of them were feeling bad. The Pharisees were saying, why is he walking with the sin all of a sudden? And he told them, you know what? These same very people are the ones that have made me to be here because I came to seek and save these kind of people for me. These are the people that I'm looking for. Not the self-rushers like you. I want to tell you my friends today as a family of God as a child of God as you walk to your desire to see Christ Don't step backwards, step forward in faith. Do what God has told you to do. If God has called you to sing, my friend here, he's not young, but Max, when he stands here, I find myself lifting my hands. Thank you, Max. Because your desire has not locked you in the house. Your desire is to stand here and sing for the man you love, Christ. You're not singing for Fred, you're singing for him. When you stand here, Jason, and play that thing. You're not playing for me, you're playing for the man you love. If God has called you to reach out, reach out. If God has told you to serve small young kids, do it for him. Don't say, oh, have this desire in me. I love to work with the kids. But you've never even a single day, even a bottle, leave alone even work with the children, even buying a book to look at how to look at small kids. Was it too expensive? I have a friend here and he doesn't like to be talked about, Mr. Yuan. Yuan, allow me to talk to you about. Yuan, I see Yuan and so many other people come around and, and cut this grass. You look, this compound is, is looking so nice. And I've seen people comment about the compound and saying, this compound is so beautiful. Thank you, those that come around and do all this because the the desire to serve, the desire to live for him and to see this and look in, they step out and do this. But some of us, you're feeling like I have the desire, but I, 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 I can't. I want to encourage today, I want to encourage you, do something for Christ. The last thing I want to share as I finish, that we can ignite our desire by surrendering all to him. Macias did not just surrender from the tree, but he offered to give back half of his wealth to the poor. The scripture says that Bedekeus stood up and said to the Lord, Lord, look, Lord, here I am. I give a half of my possessions to the poor. And if I have cheated anybody out of anything, I'll pay back four times the same amount. You know, the things that distract us, the things that come in the way for Christ, that the very things that we feel that he's happy for us to have them. The key knew that the wealth that I own, the properties that I own, The stuff that I own, they're the very same things that take the desire for him away. And he said, if I surrender these things back to the people, if I surrender, so it's not just surrendering myself. It's about surrendering even the things that pull us back from him, back to him. So that the desire in you can rise up again, that you can able to worship him, love him, and live for him. The hardest thing as a Christian that I struggled with when I gave my life to Christ, the hardest thing is giving. I can tell you, as a teenager, I struggled to give. When people are giving on Sundays, I used to look back and I just, just, it's just, no. I think of chips, and other things that I can enjoy after the service. I think of some some of the trousers I saw, the shoes I saw, I say no. And it took me a long while. But my wife can tell you, now we don't even think about it. Because we know that our desire is there. And we've told God that if money can come between us and you, please take it away. Because we don't want even the very same money that you've given us to come between you and us and you. And the Lord taught us a big lesson. When we left Africa to come to Australia, we had accumulated a bit of stuff. We gave away and sold some of them and only picked four suitcases. One of them had my books and the rest had some of our few clothes. And we left home. We sold even the car we had owned. I looked at some of the gifts that people offered us during our wedding. Some of them we had never even opened them. Some stuff are still there we had never opened. The things that are still new. And we gave them away. And I, I, I cried tears because I felt pain starting with the things that I loved and the people that I loved, I felt pain. I look at the photos, my parents and my people and they they send us away at the airport and and I cry tears. But look back and say, God, I'm glad I made that choice. But it taught me one thing, that when you give, not only yourself, but when you give your all to Christ, The desire for him grows even bigger. The desire for him grows bigger. I'll just quickly read this once I just finish. The scripture in Psalm 37, verse 4, reminds us that true satisfaction and lasting happiness are found in deep. Abiding relationships with God. As we delight ourselves in the Lord, our desires will align with this and we will experience the peace and contentment that only he can provide. I can tell you, contentment sometimes is us telling God, I love this, I love this, but I'm happy with you. I'd love to own a car, but I'm feel content with you. I'm happy to own a house. I'm happy to have this but I'm happy with your relationship. I was listening to another lady preacher and she was saying that she had cried to God for many years to have children. And she never got any. But she said this. I came to a place. I told God, yes, I'd love to have kids. But I've come to a place in my life that I'm content. I'm happy because I have you. And I know you have a plan for me and a purpose. And today your situation may not be different. It could be healing. Healing. It could be finances, it could be a relationship, it could be whatever it is that today is 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 moving you away from God, is killing the desire for God. The Lord is inviting you and telling you, let it go. Surrender it to me. Surrender that situation to me. Allow it to move away from you. Let me deal with your situation that I can free your heart to hunger for more, to desire for more. As I finish, I want to invite the worship team to come back. And I do, sorry, can I have the, yeah, the last one, yeah. As the worship team comes back, I want you to ask yourself these questions. Let's stand on our feet, Let's stand on our feet as, we, as we finish together. Ask yourself this question. How is your prayer life? And as I talk about prayer, and I'm not going to make you feel guilty, we have prayer here next Sunday. We have a monthly prayer here every first Sunday of the month. And my prayer is that one day we'll fill up this place with the people that are hungry for God. So we have prayers on Sunday from from 7 p.m. to 8 p.m. If you're able to come, please join us. How's your devotion life? Do You get bored before even you open your Bible. Do you feel like you don't belong when you're around Christians' friends? Have you reflected on your desire? Is it still alive? Let us pray. Lord, we thank you today. Lord, I thank you because I know, including myself, that many of us are looking for a day that our desire for you will not fade away our desire for you will not disappear and I praying for us as family that Lord may you guide us may you lead us I pray Lord that can you birth in us the passion the desire the hunger for you only That some of us are finding it hard even not only to read, but even to, to join a fellowship, to go to church. I pray, God, that may you help us to, to see what that means to us, Lord. Thank you, Jesus.